we want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. And um, if you want to write some things down, you might be helpful, or um, I'm going to post it as well on our on our Facebook page. Um, these things we're going to talk about. Um, but uh, la- the, the second week, the first week we talked about preparation and, and for our worship, right? We talked about um, how it is so important that you set yourself apart, ask forgiveness, prepare yourself. Old Testament, they circumcised themselves. We're not going into that today. But that should always be on the table. We should always be in the preparation stage. Every day you wake up, you have to prepare yourself again. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. We have to always be asking forgiveness. We have to always be humble. We have to always be uh, admitted and uh we have to be uh, repentant that we know that we are broken because the only way God works gifts in your life are through uh, grace. And if, unless you don't need grace, then he can't, if you don't admit that, then he can't, his grace gifts don't work. If you can do it on your own, you're probably doing not enough for God. If you're doing it on your own, you're not doing enough because it's supposed to be supernatural. It's supposed to be, oh, I can't believe this happened. How did this happen, God? I had two loaves and five, whatever. I had five loaves, two fish. How did this happen? You should have those moments all the time because you're in preparation, always asking God, set me apart. Am I allowed to do this, God? I used to be allowed to do this, but I feel like I'm not allowed. There's a word in the Holy, the Holy Spirit uses for us, conviction right? It's not a bad thing to be convicted. It's, uh, it's uh, convincing, right, Sandy? I mean, convincing, conviction, convincing, right? It's God's convincing. Holy Spirit's convincing you. You can't do this anymore. You can't get away with this anymore. I'm preparing you. Then we went into talking about praise. And today I want to continue along those lines of praise because um, because the, it breaks it breaks the ceiling of our brokenness. I didn't even realize I said that, but that sounds good. It does. It breaks the ceiling. Anything that you need from God, it's not about getting from God. It's about worshiping Him. But usually what happens when you break the ceiling is the heavens come to earth. Jesus, that's why He said, pray this way. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. It's not something that some weird church came up with. Jesus said that. Heaven's supposed to invade us on earth. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, Colorado Springs, my son just went to Arizona to be with his grandma. She's, she's having a tough time, and he needs her too. So they're going to help each other for, for a week. But um, he won't listen to this, so he won't hear it. I can say anything I want. He, Riley, did you do it? All right, anyway, so the runways in Colorado Springs are so long. I don't know why. They're a small airport, but it seems like you're in the runway forever before you take off. And it's usually not going very fast. It's just like, where are we going? Um, 
we need, it, it helps you build up speed, I guess, a runway's there for. And today I want to talk about uh, a runway that helps you into your praise. I'm going to give you some, some pointers, and I put it like this. Put that first slide up. I put it like this, that seven uh, actions that launch you into an atmosphere of victory. I mean, is that good? I mean, who wants victory? Who wants to be launched into an atmosphere of victory? The first one is halal. And uh, we talked about that a little bit already. I almost kind of messed it up with because I explained uh, a little bit of the next one with halal. So I'm going to clarify to you what halal means. Halal uh, means expressing praise through action. It's 30, 96 times in the Old Testament it's spoken about. There's words, uh, the Hebrew talks about it as means to be clear, to be brilliant, with brightness of light, to boast foolishly, make a show of it. Halal makes it clear there's no other agenda. It says, I am entirely focused on you. I don't care what anyone else says, God. I don't care what anyone else does. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I am focused on you. I'm making it very clear in case anyone's confused who I'm worshiping. I'm worshiping you. I kind of am mixed up there. Maybe I'll talk to Cena later, but we're not supposed to like show off. But I guess when it's talking about God, it's all right to show up just as long as the spirit of it is not bringing someone else down, I suppose, right? The spirit of it is that it's wholehearted. I've been in worship times where I've seen people halal. <laughs> and they, and I guess I've seen like the, the banners and stuff. And sometimes I'm like, I don't like the banner. Okay, I don't like the dancing. Sometimes I don't because I think the spirit of it is wrong. But if the spirit is right, you're blessed. You're like, wow, look at this person. I've seen people worshiping, leading worship, dancing around, sweat pouring off them. And you can see it's from the Holy Spirit that they're doing it. That's halal. Um, I can think of a number of names. I won't mention them right now. Worship leaders, I just am so blessed by. Um, let's move on, though. There's another one, Tehillah. Okay, everybody say Tehillah. I looked up the pronunciation because I want to say it right, because I would say Tehillah. All right. Tehillah. Tehillah means to express praise vocally in singing and shouting. All right. So halal is seen. I would say it like this. Tehillah is heard. We have a problem with that. Right? We have a problem being heard. We don't like to be heard. Lord, I praise you. I praise you. I exalt you. Did you hear me? No. I love you. And then we go to our inner head, head voice. And no one knows what we're saying, but God does. But sometimes it's good to, to, because there is power, there is life in it, declaring the praises of him who called you out of life. It's the same word in 1 Peter 2, 9 that says, I declare the praises. It's out loud. It's out loud. It's Tehillah. It happens 56 times in the Bible. The idea is that we are louder for our God than we would be for ourselves, right? We are louder for our God than we would be for ourselves. I encourage you to find five places to say amen today, okay? That will be doing Tehillah. Why? Because Steve needs it for his ego? No, you need it to agree so that to tell your brain, to tell your mind, to tell your spirit, to tell your soul, yes, I agree with that. 
If you watch me when other people are preaching, this is what I do. I do this and sit there and make fun of me because I'll do it times to remind myself I need to be listening. So if, I, if I'm shaking my head, I better know what I'm shaking my head about. So I do that a lot. And I say amen, and it always makes Reagan embarrassed. Um, she's not here today, so you're not going to be embarrassed by Reagan, okay? Reagan's not going to be embarrassed by you. So find five places to say amen today. One right now could be not right now. Say amen. Or you could do this. You know, that's, that agrees, right? We were talking about that last week. That's what the Bible talks about. Clapping means to agree. But that would be weird in our service. But that would be better than quiet. All right. So here's where I messed up with halal. Tehillah, uh, this, this, uh, it, the idea is louder than words. We reserve Tehillah for celebrities and sports figures and amazing feats. Whoa! Yeah, that was great! Oh, wow! Look, who's here? Tay, Tay Hilla, Taylor Swift is... Oh, my gosh! Taylor's in the room. I can't believe Taylor Swift is here. Everybody knows that. Even if you're old, you do. Even if you're a has... I don't know if she's a has-been. She's not. She's still making records. Tay Law is not for Taylor Swift. Tay Law is for Jesus. Yet... If Taylor was here, we would be like, Taylor, look, it's Taylor. Can I get a picture? Can I make a, let me make sure everybody knows, all right? I like how one lexicon put it. Taylor expresses vocally so there is no doubt who the star in the room is. It expresses it vocally so there's no doubt who the star in the room is. If Travis Scott was here, someone might be like, who the heck is that? Others would say he's the biggest thing there is in the world. And I would say Taylor Hill Law is not reserved for Taylor, Taylor, Travis Scott. It's reserved for Jesus Christ. It's reserved for the Holy Spirit. It's reserved for our Heavenly Father. But we're mixed up. Because even me and you both, we'd say that's not right. We're not allowed to do that. That's weird to express vocally out loud. Like if, if Travis Scott... If, if someone was here that you liked, you'd be like, I don't like him. My people like him, and he needs Jesus, all right? I think he needs Jesus. But um, it, no one would think you're weird if you're like, whoa, look. It's, it's um, John Elway, right? Wow, that's cool. Let's bring him up the front. Tehila, woo! This is amazing. Take a picture selfie, right? We would do this, and it would be fine. But if someone came up to the front, what if Kimber came up and said, you know what he said? I just love Jesus. Hallelujah. And you would be like, she's a freak. Right? That's what we would do. Because we reserve Tehillah for the wrong situations. 56 times it talks about it as for God. Psalms 51, 51. I have, I have 51 instances. I'm going to show you one. Psalm 51, 51 says this. The word Tehillah is used in praise. Oh, Lord. Oh, I'll wait for it. Because I might have a different version. Psalm 50. And I put them all out of order for you, sister. Because I wanted to make you, make you work. And that's why the people should bring their Bibles, right? Then you will delight in my sacrifices of righteousness. In birth. That's 19. Psalm 51, 51. I'm sorry, sister. Did I put 19? I did it. I did it myself. 
So let's read this. Maybe it'll be the right one. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous and burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. That's a good one too. I don't know. <laughs> Mine says this. Oh, Lord, open my lips. It's found in the Psalms, okay? It's found in the Psalms. Oh, Lord, open my lips that my mouth may tell hill law, may declare your praise. 5115. Amen, sister. She's got her Bible there. She figured it out. Psalm 5115. Tehillah on you. All right. No, I'm giving. Put it right back to God. It's to God. Amen. Amen. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. Now I'm going to another one. Psalm 66.2 says this. 66.2. Sing the glory of his name. Tehillah. Make his praise glorious. Make his praise glorious. That's not a word we use. Do you use that word, Jay? Oh, that was glorious. That was just glorious. Well, the word glorious means, come on, make a big deal of it. But we make our praise weak. We make our praise still. We make our praise quiet. We make our praise, you know, you know what I'm saying. We don't make our praise glorious. We make it reserved because we need to be reserved so people don't care. But we're not supposed to care what people think. I'm just teaching you what the Bible says about being, this is the words for praise. There's all these kind of words for praise in the Bible. We're only talking about six of them today. But if God used so many different words for praise 500 times, it must mean that praise is important to him. It's important to him, but we leave it out of our vocabulary. Last week we said um, worship is kind of okay in our, in our world, in our culture, but praise is underemphasized. We don't praise enough. And I'm not talking semantics. I'm talking about the word praise in the Bible, the word worship in the Bible. We don't praise enough. Give three seconds to praise. Hallelujah. Okay, we're done. Oh, we're done. Okay. That's what we do, don't we? I like going to certain churches. I like to call them black churches. That's what they are. And, and that's, where my, that's where my parents went for a long time in college, Andre Crouch's church. And when they make his praise glorious, and sometimes I think probably you would say, well, sometimes it's not real, sometimes just like in the other church. But sometimes it's real. And I sat there at 9 o'clock in the morning watching praise. Then they dismissed for five minutes, I think, an hour to eat. We came back in. I find myself there at 11 o'clock at night, and people are still standing. My wife is literally fast asleep, completely laying on the, what is it called? The um, pew. She's completely asleep, 11 o'clock at night, and people are still praising and worshiping. That's, uh, I don't know what my point was there, except that we could do a better job than three seconds. Couldn't we? Couldn't we? We could do a better job. In fact, close your eyes right now. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We tehillah. We make your praise glorious. We make our praise to you glorious. We worship you today. We make it clear who the star in the room is. It's not Taylor Swift. It's not Bethany Watis. I know she doesn't think that, but it's you, Jesus Christ. It's you, Holy Spirit. It's you, Father God. We love you. Tell him I love you. Here's the thing, too. With worshiping, like 
I always had a hard time with my parent when I was younger, even until in my 20s and 30s. If my parents were with me, I felt weird. Like, because my dad would praise, and my mom certainly praises, and I feel like I'm supposed to just stay quieter, and they do their thing, and I don't want them to see me be, I don't know why, but that's how I felt. And then when you have a husband or a wife or a girlfriend or, like, family, you feel a little bit weird with your husband, with your wife. I know that. Some of you do. There's nothing wrong with feeling weird about it. I was making a joke that I never see. <laughs> I'm just making Sina and you guys are sitting together today. Sina and Joe, what's going on here? Uh, maybe, maybe Joe's going to be like, after today, he's going to be like, I, that's why I don't sit with her. Because. <laughs> and so I think we got to get past that with our husband. Because this is what, I, this is what um, happens with those that know us well. Uh, let's just say that. Those who know us well, know us well. So that's the problem. They know us well. So when you worship God, praise God, pray a little louder at home, do something a little more righteous than you usually do, it's kind of almost looked down upon. Like, what are you doing? You're, what are you, faking it? Or what, who are you? This is what you tell them, Okay. I'm just trying to be who God created me to be. I haven't done that for a long time. Or I've never been that. I'm discovering it. That's who I'm supposed to be. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. I still don't buy it. But, you know, they. But it's hard with those around us. We need to get past that, don't we? I'll just say it. We do. Um, another weapon of our praise. I won't go into it much, but hallelujah. One of the most well-known worship words. Put that up there means a shouting call for praise in a large group. It's hallelujah in a large group. It's halal. It's halal and tehillah, a little bit mix of that in a large corporate setting. The word occurs only 22 times in the Bible, which we think hallelujah is the main one, right? It's the main one. It only occurs 22 times. It means to be boastful as well as the things I said earlier. The jaw at the end, or the yah at the end, is God. Halal, jah, yah, right? It's God. Expressing praise through action to God. Okay, got it. Psalms 106, praise the Lord. Psalms 106.1 says, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. He is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. Remember we said, um, if you are here, raise your hand if you, uh, you don't have to raise your hand if you are here or not, but we said, the spoils in, in your battle, your worship, the spoils are mixed or assorted with the struggles. You're going to have a lot of struggles. Oh, there it comes. Oh, there it comes. The guns shooting at you from either side. It'll hit your warship. But if you don't sink, you're, you're good, right? And these struggles will come. But in the midst of the struggles, you'll find spoils. You'll find blessings. You'll find victory. We get mixed up when we see hard times and we say, oh, God must not be working. Holy Spirit must not be in my life because I'm having hard times. But there's victory in the hard times. The spoils will be mixed with the struggles. And a great way to remind yourself, there was your amen. You've already used up your amens. All right? So you can continue, but 
some other people give, give away some of those. No, I'm just kidding. That's good. I love it. But a good way to remind yourself that you have victory because praise launches you into victory is to say hallelujah. Like I hear it with Christian people, religious people, and they don't mean it. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah, brother. How are you doing, brother? Hallelujah. I'm doing good. Hallelujah. How about you? Hallelujah. And they don't mean anything by it. But I've been trying this week when I feel like weak or I feel like my praise is not glorious or I feel like I'm losing, I say, hallelujah to God. And I might even said it a couple of times with Cynthia. And then she's like, who are you? Come on. Are you Christian now? No, I'm just kidding. No. She's like, what are you trying? Are you trying to be spiritual? No, she doesn't say that. But I think it like she's going to think I'm trying to be like Jerry Dearman because he says hallelujah a lot. You know, hallelujah, hallelujah. And he means it, but try that. That'll help you to, to remind yourself that you have victory. A couple words, a couple more weapons I want to talk, talk about. The weapon of Zamar. This one's for you, Peter. This one's for you, Nate. This one's for you, Jordan. This one's for you. Uh, who else is back here? Uh, Steph, uh, Christoph. This is for you, Seth, or Ethan, Seth. Um, everyone, it's for the, it's the it's the instruments. This is the word it means. Let's zamar Jesus. Let's praise and let's praise God with instruments, with or without voices. Zamar does this. It's used forty four times in the Bible. Um, I like this definition. Uh, I was looking in the Strong's and it says this. The Bible talks about zamar um, as sounds and rhythms that make our singing praise greater. The songs, the sounds and rhythms that make our singing praise greater. That's what I need. If you're sitting next to me, you hear me worship, right? It's good that the, voice, the music's louder because my praise, my singing praise, doesn't sound as good. But with the music, it does. Maybe yours too. One, one uh, concordance said this, Zamar inspires synchronized or this is for the drama right here. It, it inspires synchronized, orderly singing. It adds precision to your worship. That's what the drums do. They do that. That's what Zamar does. At home, we don't have the band. So I've made a deal with them that they'll come to each of your houses one day a week. Is that so cool? We're going to have them each come. No. I would say it like this. If you have Spotify, you listen to Maverick City, there's your, there's your, there's your Zamar. If you have an 8-track, you listen to um, Bill Gaither's. Oh, there you go. There you go. If you have a cassette tape, you listen to Petra, Michael W. Smith. Does anybody have cassette tapes? DC Talk, will that do worship? That'll do worship. If you have a record player, you listen to Andre Crouch. That's what we did growing up. You listen to Sandy Patty. You listen to Larnell Harris. You listen to oh, Farrell and Fair. All these good ones. These are Zamar, all right, instruments. I could go on with the, this, this, this thing for a while. I love, does anybody have an 8-track anymore? No one does. Does, does anyone play cassette tapes? You actually play cassette tapes or you just wait and get attention? No, you. I bet you do. Do you guys in your RV play cassette tapes? Oh, you got an SD card? What the heck? I don't even know how you do it. S you have an SD card? 
place in your car? Wasn't that around for like three months and then it disappeared, the SD card? That's good. You're advanced. Um, anybody have a CD? We didn't talk about CDs. Who plays CDs still? I have a White Heart CD. I have, yes. You have a VCR still, don't you? Or do you still have a VCR? Um, all right, move on. This one's my favorite, Yoda. Yoda, the word Yoda. Um, it does not mean to talk backwards, okay? Praise you, we will. No, it's not that. It means to lift or throw arms upward in praise, surrender, celebration, and confession. To lift or throw arms upward. I don't know how many times it's found in the Bible. I didn't write it down. But for anyone who says, um, oh wait, let's, let's stay with this one. The idea in Scripture is that we reach in His direction, longing to express our need for God, longing to be free from our sin and brokenness. We praise Him in the context of being human and being on this side of heaven. Yoda, I need you. I confess you. I celebrate you. I surrender to you. That would be good to do once a day as well. Twice a day. Freak someone out at the mall or something. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just Yoda-ing. What, what do you mean? Well, I'm expressing worship to God. This is the uh, one of the scriptures I found. Psalms 42.4. Who knows if I typed it in right back there. But Psalms 42.4 uh, says, When I remember these things, oh, pour out my soul within me. For I, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and Yoda among the throng. Oh, that's for Toda. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Toda, that's another one. To sing praises together as one community in harmony. If you ever, if you're watching online, I can understand you can't be here. That's completely fine. But Toda has been stolen from us this last year. For anyone who says, I don't need church. I don't need to be around people. I don't need the worship there. I can do it myself. I can do it on my own, at home. Toda is for you. Toda is a call to communal sacrifice with God's people as a choir offering thanksgiving and praise. We need the choir of praise. Amen. 2020 stole it from us, and we see it's a powerful weapon. We're almost, we're pretty much finished today. I'm going to talk about one more. And um, I was going to call the uh, music back up. That's what I said. I said, call the music back up. But you're here. And it hasn't even been great to listen to. I said, why don't you just play? Do you know, I think the attention rate has gone from like, I don't know, 96 to 99 because you're up here. Because everyone pays attention every week. No. I think we forget to pay attention and this helps you. It, or else lulls you to sleep. But I see everybody's eyes open. We're going to practice right now. Uh, just just uh, the, the Yoda and the Toda expressing in the choir. Raising our hands. 
in confession. Maybe you need to confess something today. Maybe you need to celebrate something. Maybe you need to um, surrender something. Would you do that right now? We worship you. We praise you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. Do you know uh, how to play I Exalt Thee? Do you know the key? And you, could you lead it? Exalt Thee. Just very quietly. Let's sing it together. I exalt Thee. Just means praise. I exalt Thee. Oh, Lord. I exalt Scripture shows us how to praise Him. We look at culture to show us how to praise. Culture sometimes teaches us the right things. Sometimes culture just confuses us. You shouldn't look at the church down the street or the church on YouTube or the situation on Instagram. We like to look at highlights from things and try to imitate it. But it comes from our heart. And it comes from going back, not to social media, but to the encyclopedia. This shows you where praise is. One more, one of my, one word that I didn't know before is sabah. That's the last one. Put that up there. Sabah means to reach out uh, with affection. It's the idea uh, that we, as the experience that we may feel as stormy waters still when we worship him, when we reach out to him. It's the idea that when we lift up our praise to God, Sabah often calms the storms within us. And we're closing right now. And um, I ask you to stand your feet and let's calm the storms within us, calm the storms around us. Would you lift your hands, lift your voice, lift your heart, however, whatever you want to do. And let's sabah him today. The 
the, the scripture I, I found for this, Sabah, Psalm 63.3 says this. Psalm 63.3. Your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall sabah you. As I worship you, God, you calm the storms. I pray as we leave this place that we would be storm calmers when we go out into the, the world around us. And we know all of these things do not happen without the Holy Spirit. So we say once again, yes, we've been baptized in water, many of us. Many of us still would love to do that, to show the world around us. Yes, we've been baptized into the name of Jesus, into salvation. But let us be baptized once again in your presence, in your spirit. Lord, baptize us with your Holy Spirit, that we would go out of here completely filled that we may calm the storms of those around us. That we may uh, make your praise glorious. Because in ourselves, we can't do it. So we say, fill us again. Fill us once more. Not once more, but fill us again. Fill us, Jesus. Fill us with more of your Holy Spirit, more of your power. Hallelujah. Ask him to do that. We're not a frozen people. We're chosen. Uh-oh. Mama, Mama's here. I don't know if this one works, but see if it works. Just say, check, make sure it works. I can't talk because I got this mic, microphone in my. Check. Okay, there you go. Okay, I just want to share everything that Pastor said, confusing as it might have been, uh, was was. Don't laugh at that. Do was, not a bless, was a blessing, was a blessing. But the word that God kept repeating every time he would bring up a word was glory. If we had any idea of the glory of God falling down, we would have to be wearing crash helmets and goggles. You have no idea how heavy the glory of God would be if it fell down upon us in this day and age. Amen. We have no idea what fell on that room in Pentecost. No idea the Shekinah glory that stood over the tabernacle yes. was so intense, so intense. We have nothing to compare it to. And all the words that he shared about praise and singing and the instruments, that's why the ark went before the people. Amen. Because the people in the land would see the ark coming and they'd know that the glory of God, Moses couldn't go in the tabernacle without the, his facial expression changing so much that he had to wear a veil mm -hmm. because it was so bright. Yep. And then John, Jesus said, give me back the glory that I left in heaven yep. when I came to be a man. Amen. We have no idea. We have Amen. no idea if we could just call down his glory and then use it like the ark to go before us, Amen. to bless others, to heal others, Amen. to touch others. Amen. If you're not showing his glory, it doesn't matter 
if you're doing it for show or whatever, you have to answer to God for that. Yes. But you need to show his glory yes. in a hug, in a, a touch, in a prayer. We, we cannot go without his glory, and we've been doing that for a long Amen. time. Amen. We've been playing church. We've been in other denominations where they have all these rituals that look real holy. And, and we're not there. We're not there. Yeah. We don't have it. We don't have it, and we're not even searching. Mm-hmm. Right. Cast off and put on. Cast off the old man and put on that glory because that will take you through any. When Jesus prayed for that glory, it was before the crucifixion. He was walking to the crucifixion before he got to the resurrection. And we are out here as Americans praying for resurrection without the crucifixion. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Bring forth the glory. Amen. Amen. Would, you pr- would you pray over us as we leave today? Father God, we come before you as in the day of Pentecost. And they didn't even know it. You just came down. So, Father, whether we know it or not, just come down, Lord God. Put us in a position where we crave your glory. Put us in a position every day where nothing in the world matters but you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If we praise loudly, if we praise quietly, If we put up instruments, if we sing, if we love the way Jesus loved, let us do it in the banner of your glory. Cover us with your glory so that we could bring light in the darkness and people will know that you have arrived, not us, not us. You have arrived. Bless these people, Lord God. Allow them to take your glory with them today and every day. Father God, don't leave us on our own. We are, we are not capable of being who we need to be without you. Holy Spirit, fall anew on us today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.